where the head has gone before. Graduation was a week ago, and there was a lot of mixed emotions. Some people obviously very excited. There was a lot of anxiety about what would happen next. There was a lot of people who wanted to actually stay here. They're like, can we just, can we just stay here? <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, that's positive. You know, you've had a good experience here. Um, but I told them, no, you, you can't stay. The whole point of coming here is to go. You weren't made to be here forever. This prepares you for what is next. That message applies to all of us in what we celebrate today with the Ascension. That 40 days after Jesus' resurrection, he, he ascends to the right hand of the Father. That he, he came from the Father, He came to us to reveal the Father, to make disciples, to accept the Father's will, and, and to go back. Showing us where we shall go. So you could almost say those same words to us today that I was telling our seniors. No, you can't stay. The whole point of coming here is to go. You weren't made to be here forever. This prepares you for what is next. You and I live with that awareness of the big picture, that there's, there's heaven, there's eternal life. And it helps us to put all of this in perspective. One of the, so what does Jesus do before he ascends today? He, he, he commissions his disciples, you will be my witnesses. I'm going to send you out. When the Holy Spirit comes, like, you're to go out and help other people know about the big picture. One of the girls who graduated, I was very impressed with, she told me how her sophomore year here, she intentionally joined a sorority because she wanted to go meet people and help them come to know Jesus. Yes, she wanted to make friends, she wanted to have some positive experiences, but her whole intentionality was, there's a bigger picture here, and there's a lot of students on this campus that don't know the Lord, and so she felt moved by the Holy Spirit to go, and she did a beautiful job. She made a lot of friends, and then other girls started showing up here at Mass, and they started joining her Bible study. It's really beautiful. I know for myself, even in my own discernment and journey, while I was working as an engineer after college, the highlight of my week was on Wednesdays going to the local youth group to help out. Yeah, I could sit there during the week and make a faster microchip and count my money and save up for a house, which is good. Those are fine things. But I noticed that I received so much more meaning and fulfillment in spending my energy helping people know about what really mattered. And so today, the ascension is all about perspective. That there's a bigger picture in Jesus who, who comes to meet us where we're at, 
desires that we would go be where he's at. Somebody shared with me yesterday a video. It was uh, this Anglican deacon. He was speaking at Oxford, Calvin Robinson. And uh, they, were, it was, they were having this debate about the definition of marriage in society. And, and so he got up and in you know, 11 minutes, he shared his piece to perhaps an audience that wasn't super receptive. But part of his message was, because he's speaking to the Anglican church, and he's saying, who are we following? Are we following the latest movements of the times? Or are we following God? The one who is the way, the truth, and the life? The one who has power over life and death? The one who is truth and who, who gives us the scriptures and the church to lead us? He said, I'm going to choose to follow the Lord. That even these movements of the times that they might lead us to be unpopular, apparently he was, you know, people didn't like what he had to say and he's been ostracized since then. But that's true for all of us, that if I'm faithful to the Lord, the world may not like it, like me. Like, for example, um, in our world today, everybody kind of trips over themselves to be the most politically correct. And, and that line keeps moving. Just when you think you're doing great, you know, maybe you see these different businesses do these things to kind of like, oh, we need to do this now. Well, wait three months and it, you have to. And it's kind of like, you know, that gets a little tiring. I'm not trying to step on any toes or make anybody unhappy, but I figure if I draw close to Jesus, who is love itself, Jesus, who is truth, Jesus, who gave us life and wants to give us eternal life, I figure that's probably not a bad place to be, to stand with him, even if other people don't understand. Because Jesus, there were people who didn't understand him. I was talking to this mom, and... Uh, she, uh, she, felt, she feels really misunderstood by her daughter right now. And she was actually, she's like, my daughter accused me of these things that just were not true. And she was feeling very hurt. And so where can we find our consolation? But maybe that Jesus himself was misunderstood. That Jesus himself was accused. And if the master suffers, then why do we, the disciples, think that it's going to be any different? And what's beautiful is Jesus, he leads the whole way. That where the, as our opening prayer says, that where the head has gone before, we, the body, hope to follow. That I, I want to follow God to heaven. I want to follow Jesus to eternal life in heaven. But Jesus shows me that the path to eternal life passes through the cross. I'm still looking for an alternate entrance. You know, like, I, I wish there was another way there. But, I, but that's why this day is so, like, there's so much, like, joy in the music and in the psalm and all the words that, like, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> like, we know where we're headed. That there's glory that God wants us to share with him. And so what do we do in the meantime? What is, as we follow Jesus the head, he's the one who modeled humility. He, he met people where they were at. He, he reached out to outcasts. 
He made disciples. And so that's what he calls us to do. He calls us to meet people where they're at, to to make disciples. He invites us to accept the Father's will, as he does, even to the point of suffering and, and the cross, trusting that it all will lead to the same place, to eternal life. I was talking to a woman this week who had a lot of frustrations with actually members of a different Catholic community, especially staff members and even the priest. And she was kind of venting her frustrations from from years ago. And it would have been really easy for her to walk away, to say, I didn't like how I was spoken to by that church member. I don't like what that, the, the information that priest told me. And so I'm just going to go do it on my own. And, but in a beautiful way, she recognized that these are just human beings, that as of about 2019, the church hires humans to work within her. <laughs> They're human beings, which can be really great at times and can be really human at times. But luckily, she, with the bigger perspective, can see it. That God is here. God is at work. God works through even human brokenness to do something bigger and better. And in a beautiful way, she made the choice. She's like, I can sit here and complain about it, or I can do something about it. And now she works for the church because she wants to give other people a different experience. She doesn't want to be, she wants the church to not be a barrier, but a bridge to help people to come to know the eternal life that they were called for. And, and that's what really matters, isn't it? That's why, that's why, I mean, it's not, it's not about me at all, but I just, in my own heart, where I felt the Lord calling me to say that he and his plan and eternal glory is worth more than marriage. That, that he and his glory and his plan is worth more than, than money and, and being an engineer. That, that for me, that, that nowadays people might think, well, how do, we, how do we get to heaven? There's a lot of people who think that by being a good person, you know, will you go to heaven? Well, I'm a good person. It's like being a good person doesn't get us into heaven. What gets us into heaven is Jesus, the gate, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, the key, that he is the path for us to get into heaven. And he says in Matthew 7, 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. And so Jesus today wants to get our attention to say that following him is is worth it. It's worth the difficulties. It's worth being misunderstood. It's worth the sufferings that that come in all sorts of ways in our lives. That the glory to come is worth it. And that Jesus doesn't ask us to follow any path that he himself is not first walking. And so next week we're going to hear about Pentecost and to ask the Lord to continue to pour out his spirit. That is our gospel exhortation today says, go, make disciples. That there's nothing more important so that we and many others can follow where the head has gone before.